Hey everybody, it's, this is Sports Council. I'm Matthew and we are returning again for 2020 live here in Santa Cruz, California. Joining me today is Gavril Tango, Residential Patriots fan. And we have a new guest, G. He is a Pittsburgh Steelers and kind of a Houston Rockets fan, right? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, so they're both very well versed in basketball and football and that is exactly what can, we're going to be talking about today. Here on Super Bowl Eve, basically, um, we got a good matchup right now. We got Super Bowl 54, the 49ers versus the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, and that lethal, lethal Kansas City offense against probably the one of the consensus top defenses in the league. I so, think, what are your I thoughts? I think this right year now? is like one of the first years where like the Super Bowl is really a toss up. Like, I yeah. I'm thinking about like uh, who would I really think is going to win, and I can't like confidently tell you it's going to be the Chiefs or it's going to be the Niners, right? I don't feel like in previous years, like like last year, you knew the Patriots were just. It felt inevitable. You felt you were doubtful, right? But it's a Patriots fan, dude. That it felt like a down year, bro. We had lost like four. Right. We lost to the Dolphins and the Miami Miracle, <laughs> and I'm like, oh wait, what is this? What's happening again? And then, we, dude, we sk- we we barely made it out to the playoffs, bro. Honestly, the Chiefs. Probably should have won that year. No, they Not didn't have the, they didn't have a defense right now. I, they yeah, have they would have got I think they would have probably ended up losing to the Rams. We saw that game. Uh, yeah, we, we saw, we that. saw that. Well game. if they if well, okay, if they if you think that they were gonna lose <clears> to the Rams then then we already know who's gonna win the Super Bowl because they basically have the same type of team. Because the Super Bowl, I mean, the Niners are basically a defensive team, well, just like the Rams were a defense. They I, I don't, wait, wait, the I thing think, is, think, right now, right, we can't say that for sure because the thing is, you don't get to the Super Bowl if you don't at least have a good-ish, well, it's not a good-ish defense, but at least a defense, is that's not a liability, right? We saw last year where, um, you remember that AFC Championship game where Tom Brady was constantly on third and tens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just kept passing it to Edelman over and over and over right. again. I was like yelling at them, like, what are you doing, right? Now, this it's, time, they got Derrick Henry, right? They stopped Derrick Henry. Yeah, on, so you think, um, you, think, you think that the Chiefs defense can, like, come up with another game like that where they can stop most their Coleman because Coleman's playing Coleman is playing I'm kind of worried about came out today yeah. and said that Coleman, he feels confident oh, Coleman's I would be very very worried also, about that yeah. so I mean Moster had that big game last week you know record numbers but the thing is the with Chiefs yeah. stopped Derrick Henry who was even hotter than Moster was going into the game but so the thing is it's no, a I don't different think it was system that they stopped right? Derrick Henry it's not that they stopped Derrick Henry it's just that the they they the script flipped so they they don't run any they have to be ahead to like uh, they have to be ahead to start running with Derrick Henry and so since um since they since Kansas City is like lethal offense they just kept outscoring it and I don't know do Derrick Henry just that's why that's why uh what's his name uh Tannehill, dude. <laughs> I mean, he was still playing okay, but dude, come on. The thing dude, is, that's yeah. not your idea. He's not. He's Titans not a good. The Niners have a very similar way of winning. You got to play from ahead. Which I don't know. Well, if you know what? I, I, I gotta know, disagree I with you on that one right uh, here because the thing is with um, I see Tennessee a lot like Baltimore in a way in the sense that they're front runners, right? Because they get to run the ball only when they're up front, right? When yeah. they're ahead, because they can afford to kill clock, right? Just by running the ball. And the Niners are, in a sense, similar to that just because they have the lead and they can run the ball. We saw that when they were up by 17 to the Vikings, all they had to do was just run the ball, keep the clock away, don't try to have any turnovers, right? They did the same thing with the Packers. Jimmy G only ran like eight to- like past eight times, right? And that's because literally they were up 27 to nothing like in the first half. Like They don't need to necessarily 
run the ball to succeed. They can do it very well. And Shanahan has a different... The thing is also Shanahan has a different kind of running scheme, right? It's an outside zone kind of run scheme where, you know, Derrick Henry's kind of like a power kind of back, right? Mm -hmm. He goes up the middle, up the trenches, right? Shanahan, he kind of uses like this like gap blocking kind of scheme, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a very... It's a different kind of system. I think, though, that we're talking so much about, you know, Kansas City's offense versus the Niners' defense, right? And, you know, those are the two strengths, strength on strength. But... We have to like consider at least Kansas City's defense I, versus that's the super offense. Underrated. I feel yeah. like they're, man. But I, I feel like the Niners' offense is like you saw Shanahan's I think, system. I, think I, right? I, 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 I would agree with you yeah. saying that, that. I think the Niners' offense is one step ahead of the Chiefs' defense. Yeah. Whereas because the Niners want a shootout against New Orleans yeah. in the regular season, We've let's seen not forget that. that happened. You know, like they did have big games from their offense when their defense wasn't the greatest. You know, obviously there's been games where the defense has won them the game, or the running game, but they've won off Garoppolo before, too. Exactly. A lot of people don't give Garoppolo the respect, but he has gone out there and won the Niners many games, and he's played well. The thing, I don't, I don't know if that can happen again during the Super Bowl, because the thing is, usually he's either in the game or he's winning those games. Mm-hmm. If he's playing someone against Patrick Mahomes, who can score in any given possession or any given play, and then you got to send Garoppolo right back out there after scoring a touchdown. Can you respond with another yeah, exactly. scoring drive, you know? It's like, can you do him back-to-back or for a whole game? Because you know Patrick Mahomes is going to put up 30, 40, at least. You know, it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. It's, he's unstoppable. Right? It's, yeah. With the system that he has with Andy Reid, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, McCole Hardman, all of them, right? It's pretty... Hard to stop. Even if he only gets up four or five touchdowns, you know, as a team. Oh, Kansas, well, yeah, like, yeah. Can Garoppolo match that, you know? like if they I get... don't believe the hype of Jimmy G. Oh, well, I, okay. He, I, under pressure, he's not... Okay, you can... You, you bring up the New Orleans, like, shootout, right? But, like, we, we've seen New Orleans, dude. They, they don't, like, when they're supposed to win, they don't win. Like, there's something wrong with... Like, there's, like, this curse or something with them. It's just New Orleans. It's down a gate, but... Let's <laughs> <laughs> not bring up old dirt. <laughs> I just don't believe in the hype of Jimmy G. I'm sorry. I think if I had to put my money on it, it'd probably be the Chiefs this weekend. And that's fair. But, you know, I'd like to bring up another point in that. Um, I agree with you. The fact that, you know, if it goes down to, like, if they're down by three scores, I think it's over at that point. Because you can't... Because at that point, Mahomes is too hot to basically be able to be unstoppable. Like, we saw, even when he put up, like, what? He was down by 24 against the Texans. Then he put up four straight... Touchdowns. It was once he's in his zone, exactly. there's no one on the Niners that yeah. can get him out. Yeah, and you know, true. like they have a great secondary, but one thing that always beats them is a quarterback that can run. Yeah, know? mobile well, quarterback. Also, we'll Kyler Murray gives him tr- trouble to the Niners. Exactly. Right. And then Patrick Mahomes, he, this postseason has the most rushing yards from everybody on the Chiefs, so he can run a little bit. But that's also something that you have to consider: the fact that the Chiefs. Offense is very one-dimensional in the fact that they only, yeah, it's only Patrick Mahomes. Live by the Mahomes, die by the Mahomes. And that's where you don't have Kareem Hunt anymore, where you can't run the ball. But, like, you understand, the thing for me is why I would still say that's fine is Mm -hmm. because he's Patrick Mahomes. He's not, like, an average quarterback. You can't. He's not, like, like even just a top-tier quarterback. He's one or two quarterback in the league. Probably just one, you know, straight up, like, undebatable. He's the if best you, quarterback. Yeah, if you, you have know, like, one quarterback to win the game, I would say Mahomes. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like you putting your marbles into something, 
that is pretty safe in my hands. You know, exactly. Like, like yeah. you see him basically do everything: be go up by four touchdowns and win a game, or be down by four touchdowns and still come out somehow win a game. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like it's a safe basket to put all your eggs in. You know. Yeah. Now the other thing I want to point out right now, just in case I might be right, is that we've seen Mahomes be explosive with all these um, different defenses. No matter what defense is throwing him, he somehow always seems to succeed. Especially Houston. Houston was like awful. Like they <laughs> even when the halftime couldn't even slow him down. Right? He started with four straight touchdown drives. He responded with three more straight touchdown drives after the half. It was ridiculous. They had 50 on them in a playoff game. Yeesh. But basically, what you have to do, in a sense, is that you have to take away the explosive plays in Kansas City's offense, right? Because they thrive on, like, those deep passes to, like, Mm -hmm. Hill and, like, Hardman. They have burners, right? So the thing is, we've seen three teams be the most successful in trying to capture or, like, take away Patrick Mahomes' explosiveness. Those are the Patriots, the Chargers, and the Titans. Titans did the worst job. But that's mostly because they had the like worst personnel for the job, right? Patriots, what they did was they had like this cover my one man kind of scheme where they put two guys on hill basically, one guy deep just to make sure no one gets burned, and then they just double up on hill and Kelsey, right? And yeah. it works because they're so good on man to man defense. Right. Still that, didn't work enough because they still lost. You see that that track, that can't work with the Niners. Exactly. Sherman is, or, you know, you know, already He's, know what Sherman wants to do. He wants to stay on his left side of the field, exactly. and he wants to be planted there. But even on his left side of the field, Sherman's a good <coughs> corner when he's playing people like Mike Evans, or he's playing like a, you know. Devontae Adams, someone that's not a burner, you know? Yeah. Tyree Kill comes to his side. He's, he's, he's a speedster. He's a speedster, he's bro. Sherman's shirt off an Achilles. And, like, you know, he's a, he's a great corner, right? He yeah. does his thing in the zone, right? But, you know, like, Tyree Kill is a different type of speed. You cannot practice for that speed. Yeah, exactly. Know? And which is yeah. that with the throws Mahomes can make, like, that's why they're in the Super Bowl. They're unstoppable. But, I, I mean... The only chance I have to see the Niners' defense stopping them is when they go to that four-man rush with Bosa, Armstead, Buckner, and D. Ford, right? And they're all pretty quick for their positions, you Mm -hmm. know, especially Bosa and Ford off the edges, right? And then you got to be able to get the pressure on Mahomes before the ball gets out. So then you can drop seven back in coverage and try to stop Kelsey, Watkins, Hill, everything, you know? That's what I think they have to do in the sense because the Chargers, what they did was they employed cover three, right? Where they have three that guys back and then they have four guys in the zone, right? In the middle of the field. The only problem with that is that you can, you're really liable to the short passes. Mm-hmm. And what the Niners have been pretty liable to is because they run the same cover three and they run it a lot better than the Chargers um, as evidenced by the fact that they're already, they're in the Super Bowl and they're number one defense. But we saw the Chiefs have trouble with the Chargers in week 17 against that cover three, right? But again, they were still able to win because they were able to just go back to the short passes. What Salah needs to do is basically disguise the fact that they're using cover three to throw off Mahomes, to make him throw it deep, even though they are playing in the cover three. If Mahomes can recognize it, then he's just going to go with the screen. And again, if you put it in Tyreek's hands, he's going to burn you anyway. doesn't matter where it's from, line of scrimmage and whatnot. So what he has to do, and I still don't have enough faith in him to do that even though he's proved it all season long um <coughs> he i still remember him two years ago he's the defense is awful like every yeah, year 
But now it's like a lot better. And I'm pretty sure it has to do with talent. You got Bosa, you got Ford. Now you got like Sherman fully healthy. Like this they is got, why. See, the thing with the Niners is they have depth all across three levels of football. Exactly. That's yeah. hard to see. You know, like you've seen previous teams where like if you take the, for example, the the Legion of Boom, mm-hmm. you know, they were DB heavy and yeah. they had some great pass rush, right? Michael Bennett, Avril, everybody, right? Oh, you can't discount yeah. Wagner, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah they had great, thing. but then they didn't have, like, they don't have the depth that the Niners do because you got, you have people like Solomon Thomas who are coming off the bench for the Niners, you know, who probably Incredibly, doesn't even yeah. play many reps and who could probably be a quality starter somewhere else, you know? They have, they have Sherman and they have uh, Mosley who's been playing really good for them, too. Exactly. They have yeah. Hart who yeah. just came back. You know, and they're getting healthy. Like, they were fully healthy last week, and you've seen what they did to the Packers. You know? Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be that bad man, like <laughs> Stephen A. always says, bro. But he couldn't do anything against a fully healthy Niners team, you know? So that's what, like, for me, is like, no one's been able to do it, but then no one else is like Mahomes, which makes this matchup, Super Bowl matchup, just so 50-50. So incredibly enticing, Once yeah. in a generational quarterback versus just a defense that is like, top shelf you know like they're great at every level and then on top of that they got Robert Sala who's a great defensive coordinator we'll see. I don't know about that. <laughs> great he's okay great defensive coordinators are defined by their ability to game plan in the biggest moments Bill Belichick is famous for being able to right. do that ever since he stopped the greatest show on turf all the way back in like 1999 and now his legacy is just cemented ever since so we'll see. We don't know if Salah's good or not. He's been he's proven himself so far this season, I have to right. say. But um, it all depends on how if he is able to stop Mahomes. Then I don't know if there's a stop. It, yeah. maybe, if maybe he's able to contain yeah. control. Yeah. If you could contain Mahomes to at least twenty, twenty four points, I would I would, put, I would, I would pretty much like our chances. I would like our chances to win. See, you think I could I think we could score twenty eight on Kansas City. See, I think defense. a great way to look at this game is if you take the over-under from Vegas, which is 54, yeah. if it's under, the Niners are going to win. Like, yeah. That's what I see. Like If it's under 54 points total, the Niners are going to win that game. But if it's over, I got the Chiefs. Like, it's, it's like, exactly. they're going to win the, they're gonna win the shootout. But it's, if you can it's based on them, where they are, yeah, right? It's like, they're favored to win because they're stronger bit. than that. Yeah. And Mahomes has had a tendency of throwing picks. Like, yeah. you know, he, he has no problem trying to get the big home run play every time. If the Niners can capitalize get a strip sack or get a pick, you know, which are obviously not going to be easy to do, no. but they have a chance, you know, they got the right personnel out there to do it. You're going to have to probably implement the Bill Belichick strategy of bracketing Tyree Kill, bracketing Travis Kelsey, try to have Sammy Watkins or, you know, or McCole Hardman beat you, you know, you, you can live with that, right? Yeah. But you can't live be. with Tyree Kill just running around, you know, being too fast for you to get. I think, have to find yeah. way to stop that. I think the best way for the Niners to win this is to let Mahomes take the short passes, let the drives, offensive drives, at least if they're going to be successful, be out there for a while, like eight-minute drives, five-minute drives, doesn't right. matter. And then if you can contain them to field goals instead of touchdowns, that's the um, biggest thing right now because if you can just get them to do a field goal instead, and you have to be – really quick to rally around the tackle, right? You just have to, if they can just um, get the short pass, doesn't matter if you tackle, right? right? Yeah, that's and the, the Niners, Niners have been have really been, been effective at that. In tackling. Right? They don't miss many tackles. They're so not... you contain the big play, and then if you can just do that, then it plays into the Niners' favor because then they don't have as much time, basically. They can keep running as well, and then, yeah, it's just in our favor at that point. But 
You know, okay, so one. what do you think? It's your final score predictions. What do you think? Doesn't have to be like full score, but how much do you see? I the don't person know. Let, let G go first, bro. Um, I got. That's hard to say. It's a hard one to say, but I'm going to end up going Chiefs over Niners 35 33. I think it's going to be a close one. I think that's obviously undebatable. Like the game is going to be to the wire, and I think it comes down to my, who just has the ball last, you know? It's like one of those games like where. If the Niners have it last, I can, I can see Garoppolo going down and getting a field goal or, or getting them a touchdown. And I can see the same, obviously, with Mahomes. So, but I'm just, I'm just going to say that I think Mahomes, down the line, is you might get an interception on him. I think maybe he'll probably throw for like three touchdowns, four touchdowns, and like a pick. But you'll still have probably Super Bowl MVP. And six, which is exactly what you expect from Patrick Mahomes. It's true. Yeah. Um, I, I obviously have to go homer right now. Yeah. It, it just has to. I mean, if I don't have faith in my team at this point, then when am I ever going to have it? Yeah, right. You deserve the win, though. You so, can watch when Nick Mullins was their quarterback. Absolutely. And I wrote articles. <laughs> you can see it. Check that. But I have to say, Niners by at least six. At least six. At, at least, least six. six. I'd probably say 31-24 Okay. Niners. I'm convinced that... Patrick Mahomes owns this league, and that Jimmy G is not as he's not it. How I'm could sorry. you say you that know, to you, a you Patriots see a, backup? You see a disappointing game. Yeah, I see a disappointing game just like Jeez. last year. Even though the Patriots won. Really? Yeah, it's a disappointing. No, Patrick that. Mahomes oh. is gonna blow it out. It's you think so? Yeah, it's him. <laughs> out of proportion. Uh, yeah, that out of proportion, wow. dude. I see it happening, bro. Ayo, Patrick wow. Mahomes is the guy, and your offense. I think it's overrated. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. it's, it's not even that. People are saying it's underrated. No, it's overrated. It's okay. I, I would rather take. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you got your predictions out there. That's fine. Yeah. Hey, we'll see At least 30 from my home. Should be, Three days, should two be days, we'll see. Game. We'll be able to hear this again. Absolutely. And then, you know, one of us hopefully will be right, and other will be really, <laughs> really dumb. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're going to be moving on. So we obviously know that someone is not in the Super Bowl, who usually is. Um, and that's so Tom tragic. Brady. Um, you know, six-time Super Bowl champion. He's been in the Super Bowl is it nine even a Super times. Bowl without Tom Brady? Right? Yes. Question, yes. Right? yes, it is. <laughs> yes. We got someone better now. We're absolutely <laughs> fine with that. Either way, though, he lost, and the Patriots kind of they went undefeated for like a good part of the season, and then it kind of fell apart in kind of the end of the year. Lost to the Dolphins, got kicked down to the third seed, and then they lost to the Titans. I think this year you've seen it coming. I yeah. think from other years, like even last year, they were, like you said earlier, they were able to mask it off and win a Super Bowl somehow still, right? But I think this year was just, it just, this all is the too much of a black fell off. I think it just felt, it, it started hot. We had weapons. We had yeah. AB. We had, oh, we had everyone. Let's, let's, we had let's, a, let's be fair here. Let's be fair here. The first like eight games you guys played were against all bad teams. That's true. Well, I know, but all I'm, bad I'm teams. just, I'm so just I'm saying, saying if, if, even, I'm saying, all I'm saying is if you put those front last eight games, even in the front eight games, like, nothing would have changed. You guys probably would have still lost the same games. The thing the, is, no, yeah, we got no, robbed. The only thing that why we kept believing in the Patriots, though, and we said, even though that they were playing against bad teams, we still believe that they were Super Bowl contenders at this point, is because of the Patriots. We, if we doubt it's, them, yeah. they're going to win the Super Bowl somehow. Yeah, you right? doubt them and they prove you wrong. doesn't matter if they have home field advantage. That's why when, we were say, when everyone was saying, oh, you, these guys have like a Hall of Fame, these guys are like, this defense is amazing. It's it amazing. is amazing. It was amazing. It was, yeah. uh, yes, it was. I, it was okay. okay. Stephon Gilmore is probably going to win his defensive we were, play of the, the year. Our first eight games were not that good. Like, okay. We were blowing out teams that we were supposed to blow out. Right. Right. We were giving up. I was watching those games, dude. Those, we gave plays up. I was like, wait a minute. 
if this can ha- if these trash teams can like that's true if these trash I teams can get these kinds of plays oh my god I'm scared when we play like the Chiefs I the think Ravens. I think the game that I watched um, I don't remember what week it was but it was the Patriots versus the Bengals oh, and the okay. first quarter of the game exactly they the Bengals they were ate down in. they ate they, 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 they were ate. and I was yeah. like wow like the Bengals are. <laughs> Terrible, <laughs> and like you know, the Patriots are still going to win the game, right? Obviously, yeah, yeah. obviously, I mean, yeah. no one's betting. Just the, depends, yeah. even if they're down two touchdowns, a touchdown, whatever. Exactly. They're going to come back and win and beat the Bengals. But it's it's, it's, a, it's like it's a tendencies, you know. Like Patriots before would never do that. Yeah, but this year they can't. Especially Belichick, out. he doesn't want that to happen. What, he blows people it out. Like a, right? It felt like a season where Bill Belichick and Tom Brady went on the same frequency. It's I just, think I think it's ever since. Tom Brady, I feel like pushed got, out, pushed, pushed, pushed out, out Jimmy pushed G. out Jimmy G. G. That's exactly. Like yeah. Belichick was like, "You pushed out my guy. I'm gonna push out all your offensive weapons." <laughs> it was tragic. Kobe, nobody, bro. bro. Passing to Jacoby no, Myers. It was always gonna happen because the Patriots are an aging core in the first place. If <laughs> you push out Jimmy G, you already pushed out all these other rookies too, probably, and all these young guys. And what are you left with? You're left with like thirty. Three-year-old Julian Edelman, who like played with like a lacerated kidney or whatever he was doing, yeah. and then Gronk retired, right? Gronk so then, yeah, yeah. That was, so you that don't was, have any. But see, but see, like, I th- I feel like Tom Brady's gone, right? I think yeah. I think that's something. Oh no, it's I something we have Jesus. to like think about, I think, right? I think I think we just, like we look forward now. I think like you've seen his newest post on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, that where was, was the tunnel. Yeah, oh. it, it looked like he was gone. <laughs> you know, like it's I like think my worst nightmare. I think it's time to accept it. Like I think he's gonna go somewhere else. Um, it would be so weird though because it's kind of like Brady and twelve. That that's not a Patriots uniform won't look right. Like name it with the Rams or like Montana with the yeah. Chiefs or five with like the Jets. Oh, that no, was just, that's, that's that horrible, just but didn't, that's didn't actually... work. It doesn't work. It just doesn't look right. And I didn't ever expect Tom Brady to be that kind of person, right? I don't. Do you you always assume that retiring? he would retire. Do you like, see him going to retire? I don't see him retiring. He's too competitive for that. Yeah, he's he like, has. You can tell by the way he talks and the way he takes on challenges. He enjoys, like you know, being saying people. You you should just go retire. You're done. You know, like yeah. he enjoys listening to that, and it fuels him to want to play more. And I feel like. He's like he could be like the Peyton Manning to the Broncos, you know. I don't think he'll have the great first season like he did, oh, but no. enough to like win a Super Bowl. Like that's an, all you want, right? You just want to win, right? That's a stretch but for me. He's, I, he, I think I think Brady's still better than that year's Peyton Manning, right? Oh no, but, yeah, I don't yeah, think so. Yeah. I think I think Brady's still got a lot left in his tank. I could see him, you know, in a Chargers. You know, I God. think I think that's a, a an option. Uh, I don't know how much it's a viable option. The thing, yeah, the thing is, I feel like Brady. He's not gonna. First of all, we're not. Let's just all these remember that Brady. he's not gonna let his last pass ever in the NFL be a pick six. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's just, true. just yeah, for the record, he's just he's gonna come back out of retirement. It doesn't matter if he was eighty; he'd still like come back out just to throw one more pass and then maybe get sacked and die. But basically, <laughs> um, that's just the kind of guy he is. But the thing is, like, I feel like right now Brady. And Belichick's legacy are forever intertwined for good reason, of course. Right, of course. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't see them either one of them right now. It would just be bad for their legacies if either one of them left yeah. right now. It would be like because we I, are, we're always supposing, right? Yeah, we're I, like, I, I, what if Brady left, right? Or like Belichick was on his own. What would happen in this case? But the thing is, you could do that in prime Brady and prime Belichick and prime Belichick, right? But the thing is, like, right now. At like 42, 43 years old, Brady's not going to be at his best 
at all. He's but, but Brady, he's okay Brady's just right smart. now. He's got like, oh, but you gotta think about it. Okay, so so yeah. if Brady's gonna return to either the Patriots or any other team, it's gonna be one question that I ask: Can I win a ring with these guys? Exactly. Right. That's obviously. I think if you look at it from that aspect, you'd say it's clear then. Just go back to the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. Right? I would exactly, exactly say exactly. So like, Jesus, okay, so Joe like, Montana was like, please. And he was like, listen. Yeah, it's but we had. It's going to be a bad move to move. Like, you, you have to stay with the Patriots. There's nowhere else he could go where he gets a better chance to win. You still have the Dolphins, Jets, and the Bills the in, the division, in the division. Right? The easiest division. Come on. You still got Bill Belichick. You, what you're going to have to do is make an amends with him. You know, like, hey, whatever you know happened, let's just you try to help me out. <laughs> and I help you out. We yeah. can win together, right? Hopefully that happens. I don't know if that would really happen. I just then, said, yeah. Like, you could still go out, get Brady weapons, you know. It's not the furthest situation from a Super Bowl winning team, you know. Like, yeah. they I could, think we they just they're with the third seed in the playoffs. We were just missing a tight end. Someone that... You could get a tight end. Maybe another, you get one weapon out there. Yeah, one tight end. Or one, even a healthy one, one weapon other than Julian. Jesus. That guy was playing with broken ribs. And and you like, get a, yeah, you get a healthy Julian back next year. Exactly. And but then the you thing still is, got the yeah. defense. Because, like, yeah. the other options that they're talking about don't really make sense, you know? Like, why would you want to go to Tampa Bay? Like, what is going well, on in Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay has, like, not a good oh, coach. Don't give me, don't give me sorry. Ooh, okay. okay. Well, okay. I mean, they got the great weapons, right? Mm-hmm. They got Mike Evans, Godwin. They got, um, they don't really have much of a running mm-hmm. game. They yeah. have Ronald Jones and what's the other guy? Um, Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. They're all right. They got O.J. Howard, who's a solid tight end. They got disappointing a, this year. Yeah, yeah, terrible in fantasy. In fantasy, yeah. yeah. Fantasy-wise. They, they, that's not a championship roster. No. It's not a championship no. coach. It's not a tam- championship place to be like... Tampa Bay was good, what? Early 2000s with Warren Sapp? <laughs> they haven't been good since. Like, that's let them resign Jameis or something. You know, like, don't go there. Like, where, where's Brady going to go that gives them the chances to win? That's why I said the Chargers, but... I think yeah, even if, then, if he goes the to the Chargers, the Chargers yeah. you know, like, it's like, it's if he goes to the Chargers, everyone's going to realize how much crap Philip Rivers has been put up with. Because I don't see any reason why, like, first of all, his superstar running back was on holdout for a while, and he still made it work. But, but for nah, a what do you bit. mean? Made but it's like, Eckler was yeah. out of his mind. Exactly, right? And he was, because he's like a PPR beast, right? He's like a receiving beast. Yeah, yeah right. But the thing, and Philip Rivers utilized his strengths, right? And then what do you got? You got Allen, right? Yeah. And Mike you got, Williams, who's like constantly hurt, by the right. way. Like, and I Mike mean, Williams is constantly hurt. Like, I mean, that's a problem, bro. Nothing ever goes right for the Chargers. Why would no. you want to go there? I wouldn't want to go there. They can't that even kind of sell out home games. There's yeah, there's terrible fans. ownership. They don't have so, so yeah. if you're Brady, you have to ask yourself, do I want to go to an organization where they can't sell out home games and their other fans are more prominent than your own fans? Like, do you, after being considered the greatest of all time, you're going to take your legacy to the Chargers? Like, exactly. that's like the exact I feel like it'd be a living brain. It would it's only, just no, so disgusting. I feel like it would only be out of spite. He'd just say, you know what? I can win without Belichick. Yeah. And then he, it's not going to work and out. Then, and then it's like a Bel- Bill Belichick trying to prove that he can win without Brady and Brady trying to prove he can win without Belichick. And, and, and I don't see that. There's no sides. way. Yeah, I don't think they can get a quarterback solution this year. Unless not, they like, not fall too, into this some play, luck. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah, next season if they part ways. But then the legacy's already too late. It's already too late. The only other teams that I can see are even have the roster enough to like have Brady would be maybe like a Bears you know? exactly they're missing yeah. a quarterback <gasps> but they said they want to bring Mitch Tr- Mitchell Trubisky back it's again it's a mistake oh, yeah. just so dis- which just doesn't make sense but hey sometimes it works but you know I mean but I th- feel like it's I can see Brady on that type of roster you know they got weapons they have a Trubisky Cohen they have a David Montgomery they have Allen Robinson yeah. Yeah. you know you can't 
You can't judge those guys fairly. That's true. That's true. Ruining them. Yeah, I haven't looked very highly at them. I mean, but, I don't. Yeah, I don't know I how it. much. It's I don't a know how much. Effect. How much Brady can really excel to them anymore? He's out. He's obviously out of his prime now. Yeah. But he could still help them more. He can get them in the right championship mindset. They have the defense. They yeah. have a great coach. They got the staff for it. You know, they have everything going for them except there's just a dead weight at quarterback for them. And I feel like that's the type of system Brady needs, you know. Just put me in. You got a great – Matt Nagy will make great plays yeah. for Brady. He obviously, he's not mobile or anything. If you make great play designs, be creative, you know. And then maybe draft another receiver or something. You know, there's six, seven great receivers coming out the draft. One of them could fall to you, you know. Like, oh, you yeah, can do something definitely. like that, right? Yeah. But, like – Well, the Bears well, don't have a first-round pick this year. But, oh, right, um, right, yeah. 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 Titans – the. Titans, Titans would be so I will, cool. That but would be I, obviously it would be crazy because Tannehill has obviously shown enough at least to warrant another year there. But the thing is like, do we trust him enough as a passing threat? Because we all yeah. know that if you just stack the box against Henry, um, you're gonna open up Tannehill. But, but Tannehill can you imagine good. Brady he out there? Really he can good. Threaten, he, he makes good play. Like the threat of the Brady play. out there instead of just Tannehill. I think that even I think, if it's just an aura I think, thing, I, I think, you can't that, I think that last point you said is it. I think it's just an aura. I think it's just a name. Exactly. I don't think Brady was that much better, if that at all, better than Tannehill this year. So if you're playing, just you had like a blind comparison. I could probably agree. say yeah. Ryan oh, Tannehill. I, I, if I looked at the okay, stats, now, I could. Now we're going. I could out, have seen now that. we're going. Through <laughs> <that>. <laughs> let's, let's take it back. It's unreasonable. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh yeah, Tom Brady's completion percentage was down this year. Okay, that's true. But if you look at the play, like. Tom Brady was playing smart, not like stat padding. Mm-hmm. He would go for like he would underthrow only because like he knew that the, dude, these receivers that we have were not getting separation, dude. We were, and then oh my god, Julian Edelman with his drop passes. If he only caught that third and like six uh, versus the Titans, oh my god, we were winning that game. But just our, you guys, I hate hearing that Tom Brady is. Tr- uh, can I? Can I? Yeah. Cuss on this? Of course. I hate hearing that Tom Brady is shit. No, fuck no. <laughs> okay, I'll give it to Tannehill. Dude, he makes good ass plays like that. Yeah, one, he makes two, great uh, play action plays. He's a Case Keenum from the Vikings, yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Case Keenum. Yeah, yeah. yeah you put him in play action. You great, great weapons out there. You hit him. It's very the simple. Ti- like, the Tannehill would be automatic Super Bowl. But computer. the thing is, I would say is because the Patriots ran a more conservative scheme, right? Yeah. They won the Super Bowl basically just by handing it off to Michelle and whoever the like the Patriots running back committee is nowadays. But basically they just said, okay, we're just going to run it, play good defense, make Tom have make a good throw every now and then, and that's how we can do it. And they won with that's that. That's why I'm still scared if Tom Brady leaves because no matter what, it's going to be a new system that he, ha- he has to get used to. It's, and it's not going to be the same culture yeah. because in, in, in New England, it's like we're here to win. Take your shit and leave it at the door. Yeah, but isn't the Titans... Who's the Titans head coach? Mike Rabel. Oh, that's exactly why I would say that. He knows what Brady needs, you know? Exactly. Like, he was on the team with him. Yeah. Guess who two, who's the other two Titans are on there? Deion Lewis and Malcolm Butler. Oh, Look at that. Oh, Look, it's already Jesus. Patriots, and, and whatever. Wait, so, and those two... Oh, Logan Ryan. And, oh, look okay, at that. Uh, no, but those two burned their bridge with New England. Oh, my God. I'm yeah, but he's not New England. He's yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah, he's Tom Brady. Tom Brady and New England Bill are basically the same. Not, not anymore. See, that's what you should have accepted. You're not accepting. Okay, maybe I'll accept for entities now. No, they're supposed to be entwined forever. This year, you will hear Tom Brady mentioned without the Patriots. It's so petty, like... Tom Brady's being petty. He's like, oh, yeah, I want a max a contract thing. right now. Come on, bro. No, but Have the thing is, sense. you got to realize that 
it's a it's a players league. First of all, like you can't just assume it's that oh, I'm going to take a pay yeah, cut yeah. because my supermodel wife is making more than me anyway. But no, like you're trying to maximize as much money as you can because yeah, when you, you retire, you're max, only 40 okay. years old, I, you right? Can, you, you got like 50 years of your life. You can just get like right? a decent like, so, you can get so, like 20. So the Brady thing is, so he's going to tell you where are my weapons if I'm taking these cuts? Like yeah. I could take a cut, exactly. but where are my weapons, you know? Like put Put someone out there for me to take a cup for, you know? And the last time he took a pay cut, who'd they get? They got Danny Amendola. Which you can argue about, but like he won, they won Super Bowls with him, right? I think there's a great great chance that they could get like AJ Green or they could get Emmanuel Sanders. There's guys out there that would want to come to, that would want to come back to New England to play, you know? Depends on who, right? AJ Green, I could see. I don't, I can't see OBJ fitting into that culture. He'd probably lash out. Um, But yeah. Mohamed Sanu, whatever happened to him? Because ah, it's just dude, Mohamed, he had that Mohamed, one good week like, after he hey, got right. picked up. Mohamed Sanu is not a number one receiver. No, he's, he's not a number not. two receiver. He's a not third. Not. He's a third. That's he's what he third. did in Atlanta. That's what yeah. he's supposed to do in New England. It's supposed to be Antonio Brown and uh, Josh Gordon, and then Mohamed Sanu at the three. You know, it, that was the, an interesting one. Yeah. yeah, you know, like it's that, that he wasn't brought in to be a number one. Like you're expecting too much from him. The player is not going to be a number three his whole career, and then just because he's on the Patriots now, become a number one. Exactly, it doesn't work like that. You can't, but you can't argue that Bill Belichick wasn't trying to find weapons this entire time. The first round pick that he used this season was on a wide receiver, Nikhil and Harry. And I love Nikhil Harry coming out of college. Yeah. He was just hurt. It just happens. And it just play, happens. Imagine yeah. if they could use another, another number one pick or number two round pick you know, yeah. on a wide receiver. They could get they, they could get something there. And there are some very good wide receivers out there this year. Yeah. So, so I hope it's a, I hope he, I hope he resigns. The, as a Patriots fan, I hope he resigns. Don't take don't ask for a max, please. You're breaking my heart right now. Okay? <laughs> Motherfucker. You can't afford a max. So yeah, can you just please Bill accept fan royalty? Oh, I say he leaves. I say he goes to the Chargers because it's just it just seems like the cards are aligning that way. Philip Rivers, disgusting. I don't like it. Philip Rivers are not just has to happen. <laughs> exactly. Well, he, they already said that they parted yeah. ways. So yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't see them drafting a quarterback because I Why just not? well, you know, I just don't see what it is because they're they're pretty high. So they could get to it, right? I can see oh, it. Ah, I think Tua but, goes early. I see them more. No, no, than they're that. like four right now. Really? Oh, oh I don't remember. I, like, don't, I, I, I don't know. I see Tua go into the Dolphins or maybe the absolutely. Lions. No, I've seen Tua to the Dolphins since like last year. Yeah, like that, that was meant to be, you know? It's exactly what's <laughs> I, I feel like my, the Miami situation works out the best for Tua in a sense because mm-hmm. like, Tua wants the rest. and He, he gets, needs to rest for He now. needs to rest, right? He's an injured quarterback. Let him get fully rested. And then, and the Dolphins have a lot more issues than just them because they traded away their entire defense. Yeah, exactly. Now you have all these picks that you're you have right for trading almost every single player on the roster away, right? Go out, draft them, develop them for a year, and you know why not give Josh Rosen another shot, bro? Josh Rosen has. I I I feel bad for Josh. I I feel feel bad for for Josh. I I I thought he was one of the best quarterbacks in that draft class. I don't know if he's a good quarterback or not, but I think he hasn't given a fair shot. He played with the Cardinals when they were. Awful. They were literally the number one like, worst team. He's literally been the two worst options that you could have had to play in. Like the next year, start. they'll be decent and give him another shot. You know, see what happens with Rosen. And if he has no like, he can't even be a backup for you. You know, then just yeah, who cares anyways? You know, you got two on the bench sitting there getting ready, and then you'll have Devonte Parker. You'll have Balage. You'll have whoever you draft this year. Another year in, you'll have your you know your system going there. Right, get some more picks in. Maybe you know if you need to trade a few more players away, 
right? <laughs> Whoever left. <laughs> you gotta just keep rebuild the smart way. You gotta yeah, load exactly. Tua with weapons. You can't force him out there again with a bad hip because I'm worried about his injury history already. He he's smart to declare right now because if he got injured again, It'd that be would over. be very very like no one would draft him. I think, well, I, think, I, think I think he'll still get drafted top ten at worst. Right yeah. now, yeah, yeah, I think it's fine. I think he really? could be fine. I think his injury is concerning if you rush him. Mm-hmm. So exactly. you got to give him time to come back. So if you go to like a team that needs a quarterback, like you're always gonna feel like when they're losing, like I could be out there. They want me out there to win, and then you're gonna force yourself to come out. You know, but if you go to a team that knows that they're still a year or two away from like where they want to be, mm-hmm. so they don't need to rush you back. You know, even if the Dolphins get a healthy two, they're not gonna win anything. They're not. They may win six games, five games, you know. But that's not much from what they were last this year. You know, they almost won that this year. Yeah. If they just would have played the way they were in the end of the year, they were figuring it out. You see, they, they knew. Were getting I feel like they were a lot more so dangerous well. than yeah. they were actually like their record indicated, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I but, think yeah. I think they'll they'll be a better team regardless of who they draft or who they have at a quarterback next year. I just think for like the Chargers, you know, Brady's supposed to go there. I don't see that happening, and then. Rivers is already leaving, right? Yeah. So I think they're going to end up having to draft a quarterback or just... I think what's going to happen is if even if Tom signs, they're going to get some guy to put under him. You think so? But I, yeah, I, We I, don't I, know I, if Brady's going to trade I, him, I, but I like... The Chargers, <laughs> I think the Chargers need someone that can already has played, right? Like, not yeah. a rookie. You need someone that can plug. You can plug into your system. Because if you really think about it, the Chargers were... As much as you were talking about them earlier, they're... I feel like a quarterback away from winning because I if really? you look at. I feel like if you look at them right, they had the most losses under think, one possession yeah, this year. Exactly. Right? Yeah, okay, no, and their first seven losses were all one possession losses. I feel like that comes down to like, I say this sounds obviously crazy, but if you put like a Watson and Mahomes on that team, those are all wins. We're not doubting yeah, that, right? Yeah. Exactly. Like we would take, no. we probably would have won. They, they were twelve games. and four last year, right? right. We saw so, that. There's a. I feel like Philip Rivers. Is almost pretty much done. He Should cost some games. Retired. We saw him. Yeah, he's done. Right? You can go out and get a quarterback that's proven themselves, you know, or has something to prove to go play, like a Brady, right? But <clears> Andy I just Dalton, think it's perhaps. His, that's just never gonna like. It'd be interesting. There's other quarterbacks I think they'll probably go after that more likely, like a Cam Newton. You know, wow. like oh, no, I, think, I think he stays with the Panthers. No, I yeah. Think so. Oh, I, I don't know. Because I, I think the thing is, like, I feel like Cam is done. I, I feel oh, like Cam's done. Because nah, I called I it, I called it ever he's, since he's, the shoulder. Like, I saw, first of all, full on, discussion, man. because I saw, I have him, I had him in fantasy football two years right. ago. And when I had to watch his games, unfortunately, like, um, it looked bad. It looked really bad. It looked like he was struggling to throw out there. And right. Yeah. When you actually see it, like, and then I saw it at the beginning of this year, it was the exact same kind yeah, of. Yeah, but he's he has an awkward kind of throw been, motion. He's been out for a while. So I don't know. I just but don't know. That's you why can't I said you gotta find someone that has something to prove. You know, mm-hmm. James Winston has something to prove. Cam Newton has something to prove. There's few other quarterbacks out there like Andy that. Dalton. Andy Dalton, the Red Rocky. <laughs> Marcus Mariota. We'll see what happens. starter. I think the Chargers back quarterback this year. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, you can start him and win games. That's true. I think. We haven't heard from him. Yeah, yeah, like they have options. But I just think he may be going out and drafting like a Tua. Not Nick Foles smart. too. Nick, Nick Foles. Foles is out there. Then you got like who else is like who else are you gonna draft? Um, you the, got the there's Justin order, Herbert. Order, order. There's yeah, um, not, I don't Jake Fromm. Fromm and Herbert are not. Yeah, I, I can't I'm say not very that. High on I don't think. I think after Tua, there's a significant quarterback drop this year. Exactly. I think the next 
quarterbacks that you would really want to get would be the year draft after that with like you know Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. You know, you've got obviously Trevor. you know everybody wants to get him, right? <laughs> um, and then yeah, what about Jalen Hurts? Yeah, Jalen Hurts is awesome. Yeah, he's got no... I don't think he's actually going to be good as a quarterback. No, nah, I don't think so. He's, he's just not good enough. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think him. He's one hundred percent system. Yeah. He's in a great system. He got benched for Tua. It's true. You know, in a national championship game. And but Tua, I mean, that's not like the worst thing in the world, right? Right. But, but yeah. Like, but it says something that your quarterback or your coach will want to bench you in a national. And it's also like game. Oklahoma, right? Oklahoma's already produced. It's a quarterback factory. Yeah, it's a Baker. quarterback factory. They got yeah. their their system. There is can make anybody look good, you know? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So, I don't think Jalen Hurts is that, like, quarterback that's no. going to put you over the top or anything if you're, like, the Chargers or anybody that's looking to draft a quarterback, any of the Bears, you know? I think I think for most teams that are trying to, like, find a quarterback, it's either you trade up and try to get one of the two or you go after, I guess, Brady, you know? Like, there's not many other options. Rivers is out there for whoever wants to get him. Take a see. I don't know, man. Like, like, there's a lot of quarterbacks see, out there. Where could you see Rivers going? I think I th- I think he's done. You think really? You think he's done? Either he gets picked up by a team just so I just think... for them to like develop another quarterback. That's right. true. Um, I think I could see Bears. I Bears? could see um, I could see the Panthers actually. But the Panthers really remember he's from North Carolina. He uh, he played college ball at NC State. Right. Mm. Okay. It would be interesting. It'd be interesting to see yeah. that. I don't. I don't know, know how I, good they would be, but I mean, I feel like that's a, literally like a redo of the Chargers. There, you see. That's true. Like, yes. You got DJ Moore, who's like a <laughs> nah, but you got you got Christian McCaffrey. I know he's like, because well, okay, you can say he's like excellent, right? The Panthers but are, I think, in different. rebuild mode. I, I don't know what they're going to do with McCaffrey, but the rest of their team is shit. Like, the thing is, like, you can't say Luke Keekley is gone. Like, they are screwed on defense. Luke Keekley was carrying. I see why. You, you understand the people that retire early. They're the ones carrying franchises. Yeah. Andrew Luck was told to carry the Colts. <laughs> yeah. Luke Keekley is told to carry the Panthers defense year after year. Bob Gronkowski, go carry the Patriots offense and take all these hits. <laughs> go, go be the best. Go be the best blocker on our team. Go be the best receiver on our team. Like Calvin even, Johnson. Calvin Johnson carrying the Lions. <laughs> Barry Sanders carried the Lions. Right? You yeah. know what I mean? Like you got to put these people in positions to win so they don't retire. Yeah. You know? It's all about the team culture. Yeah. Like, if you can't do that, yeah. If you can't put pieces around someone, you know, Especially, they're gonna. I, I would retire too if I had to watch Kyle Allen play for my team. God, yeah, wow. did, you remember when yeah. people said he was good? Oof. He went four oh, and Week six hype. <laughs> yeah, I think any four and and then afterwards, just like never won again. Yeah, that's, that's classic Panthers right there, though. Win a couple that's games, true. win that's a few true. games, yeah. and then just lose all of them. That's exactly what the Panthers do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but we're gonna be moving on here now. Um, it seems like we're burning up to this anyway, but. You know, fantasy football, we all play, obviously. You know, Gavril actually won um, the championship this year for our league. Good for him. But either way, he got very lucky <laughs> because he drafted Christian McCaffrey third <laughs> overall. No. And uh, Dalvin Cook, I don't remember in which round. but Second. Um, like, or no, my, like my fourth round. Yeah, either way, that's very fourth lucky. And he got to the championship and he won that's it all. Um, but he was hurt at the end, so very, <laughs> he yes. carried me there, but shit. So we know that, like, you know... Th- there's a top 10. There's obviously a top 10 established for um, every year. And um, it could be just completely different from where we are now, just based off of training camp reports. And I hate that that's how it happens. But, you know, you kind of have to remember how they finished at the end of the season. And so for my top 10, I said, basically, Christian McCaffrey, obviously, number one right yeah. now. Uh, Derrick Henry, two right now. Oh, number two. For now. Because I... 
I, I see like him. Very yeah. dependent on the quarterback situation. Yeah. And it's also, I think, depending on scoring system right now because if it's a PPR, it's not good enough, right? He, it's a huge drop off. He, 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 he doesn't get catches, right? But he doesn't, he doesn't get, catches. get catches, and they they just he just runs hard, man. They make up for it. power, like they just want the touches, and their teams are like gonna give it to them. They like you know, I mean, so the Titans have a reason yeah. to shy away from Henry, or the Cowboys have a reason to shy away from like these just primarily run heavy running backs that need touches. Like that's what they're built around. <laughs> yeah. But either way, I have Chubb three, Zeke four, Michael Thomas fifth, Hopkins sixth, Cook seventh, Saquon eighth, Kamara ninth, Julio tenth right now. All right. So, you know, okay. initial thoughts. Um, I mean, like, there's a top four. I, I personally care only about the top four usually. Last year, it was what? It was Barkley, Kamara, and um, McCaffrey, then Zeke. And it was only Zeke because of the holdout kind of right, situation. Yeah, but yeah. He, he, he still got drafted up there. Exactly. No, yeah. I think ours, he got drafted second. Yeah. Yeah. Which wow. is kind of weird. But I mean, it was right because Kamara was so obviously a bust. Crazy. But I think, let's talk about Kamara first of all. Like, where do you see? Because he's had huge starts, right? He always has a great start at the beginning of I the think, season. I think Kamara is right, right next to Henry with like the, depends on the quarterback situation. That's true. That's you know, true. Yeah, the Saints yeah. look like Next year, they want to kind of start. Even if Breeze does come back, I've seen that reports that they they want to go fifty fifty Breeze and Hill. And you know, and I've seen that they've already they've already let Breeze know, or Bridgewater know they're not bringing him back. Wow! Right. So That's and, if, they, and if they said they said that if they if um if Breeze retires. Their one hundred percent confidence is putting their franchise <laughs> quarterback in Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, bro. I, I think that is hey, a very I mean, interesting. He was really hot in the Vikings game. I think fantasy wise, that offense would be that'd be so. It weird. would be amazing. Do you think? Do you think it'd be like Lamar Jackson like or no? I would take Michael. Oh no! I would not. Yeah. If 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 Drew Brees is not the one throwing it to him, but I would move Kamara back up. Yeah. Right. But well, yeah, it depends like, because I feel like there's a lot of read option, like triple pass, shovel pass. It has to be like a lot like the Ravens' offense, like, like yeah. running back goes in the wildcat type of stuff. You know, like all that type of stuff is open. But then like throwing the ball thirty yards down the seam is not to Michael Thomas or fifteen yard curl outs and stuff. That's like the exactly what you're gonna lose yeah. there. But the right? thing is, it's so weird to think about because why would you put your franchise on? This guy that yes, like it's he's a gadget guy and he's I'm not trying guy, to right? like disparage him Swiss because Army he was he was incredible when he played against the Vikings. You have someone he was that's hot. just like Breeze yeah. on your team right now. Resign Bridgewater. I I think that would be the way to go. But yeah, whatever. Leave like, off anywhere. I would, seems like Sean Payton has some like what is inclination with like he must he must know place. something that we don't. Because yeah. I don't know if I believe in Hill as a passer as a no Can you rely on Hill to make you like? A sixty-five percent completion quarterback, sit like anywhere near that. Like, can we? Can we? What do we imagine? Like, what do we imagine his like completion percentage being when he's throwing 25, 30 passes a game? Like, I think that's just a big question mark. And with the team that you have built already, you're not. You don't want to be the. You don't want to be the Chargers with the question mark of quarterback yeah. and the A class everywhere else. You yeah. know, that's not what you want to turn your franchise exactly. into. You know, resign Bridgewater. Let the other two go. I would let Hill. I would let. Him. I keep Hill. I keep, keep Hill just keep, as the gadget guy. I'd keep, again, yeah, keep him as a okay. gadget guy. No. He's, he's kind of like with Drew Brees or keep bringing Brees back. I think both of those options are not the best option. I think the best option is let Brees go, let him retire, get Bridgewater, who plays like Brees. He has similar problems. Like playing style. Yeah, you know? 
you can work with that. Have Hill take like maybe twenty five percent of the snaps. Have him have a bigger gadget role, you know. Yeah. And then go from there, you know. But exactly. But like the thing is, yeah, you I can see the appeal in Taysom Hill because at his absolute fantasy dream ceiling would be like Lamar Jackson this year. Like right. he could do a triple option kind of like run, yeah, and he's like durable yeah, as a running back kind of thing. Like, like, and a, he could throw a little bit, but like. That seems, it seems unfathomable fan- because like, it like, sounds like a fantasy. First of all, Lamar Jackson's a Heisman Trophy winner. I think I don't remember Taysom Hill's career from. in college, right. but I do remember in BYU he was very injury prone when he was running the ball, and that's why like he doesn't do all this kind of stuff, and that's why he, people didn't believe in him because he's injury prone. Even if he's like this huge gadget kind of guy, like he, are you gonna but, trust but, him out there for he, like thirty he, snaps? Like you know why he succeeds? He's a gadget guy. Yeah, exactly. We're calling him a gadget guy for a reason. We're not calling him quarterback one. No. I've never seen anybody call Hill a quarterback one or anything near a quarterback starting Absolutely. quarterback. You know, so I feel like obviously by the time see the next season starts we'll have these questions answered for fantasy purposes mm-hmm. right of what they're going to do you'll be able to see the training camp reports of what their offense is looking like what they're going to do with hill what they're going to do with whoever's left there right but for me personally like i think the person that needs to be moved up in your ranks are two people one that you don't have in your ranks and one you have really low um, in your ranks. okay i think the first person is saquon saquon is that type of player we've seen from two years ago his rookie season He's, he can be that unstoppable force on offense. Yeah. You know, I just feel like this year with all the confusion of quarterback and, you know, all the – I think they have a terrible coach. Oh, I don't know yeah. how much better, yeah. how much better they got uh, with uh, – Joe Judge? Joe Judge. We don't know – I like what he said at the first I'm press worried. conference. Yeah. I really liked it, bro. Like where he was like, you, Bill Belichick taught me one thing. And you got to see what you have and see what they can do. I don't know how long there. he was employed under Bill. Like – how old is he? He's like 38 or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, uh, well. I mean... John honestly, Harbaugh I mean, was a good special teams coach, and he ended up working. I mean, like, okay. Yeah, I, I think... I think just take, maybe take a, bit, a little bit longer. It, it, we'll see how it goes. It doesn't I, have to be about the coach, right? It doesn't have... It yeah, could to be have just fan, about the to system. To have a great fantasy season, like, you don't need okay. to have you on the greatest, like, coaching, you know? Right? Yeah. I mean, I think Joe Judge will be new, something we haven't seen before, right? Yeah. As, like, coaching hiring's gone recently. Um... Uh, but overall, the just the Giants as a team, like Daniel Jones had a really interesting rookie season where he played, he showed flashes of greatness or good, like just being a great quarterback, which is your, all you want. But he showed signs of unable to control the ball, turning it over a lot, yeah. led the league in fumbles, right? Mm-hmm. Just a little stuff, but you can work on stuff like that. The things you can't work on is the ability to, to actually make plays, which he shows he can do. And if you draft well, which I think is a th- good thing, a big thing for them, you know, they need to make sure they get some weapons out there for their guys, you know, they have a lot of injured guys, they have the whole Odell being traded and all this other stuff, you know, you're past that, right, like, you gotta work on your defense, your O-line, you know, there's a lot of stuff they need to work on, but I think this year, they're like, there will be a step going in the right direction, you know, they got Jason Garrett as offensive coordinator, That's which true. I know a lot I of people, about not, totally a lot of people don't want to admit, but he's a solid Offensive coordinator. Yeah, not he's not a head, head coach, coach, but, but yeah, he he's a great do, coordinator. He could be you know? an offensive coordinator, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he could be a good coach for them. And um, I, I think they signed, also signed Freddie Kitchens. Which uh, tight ends was, coach. Yeah. Tight ends coach. Yeah, yeah, so... It's kind of some weird... Right, exactly. They got, yeah. they got some interesting dynamics going on that team. You know, I don't know if it will all really work out like that. There are a lot of different personalities on that show. Maybe they'd be maybe a better team on Hard Knocks than maybe the actual field. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, can't, they can't apply to be on Hard Knocks, yeah. <laughs> right, but, yeah. but you know... 
I think that Saquon could have a great year next year. Look a lot like he did this fresh freshman year, you know. I think the only thing he was really missing were those big runs, you know. Yeah. I think his, mm-hmm. his first year he had a lot of runs where he took a five-yard rush and made it a 60-yard touchdown. He didn't do that that much this year, you know. And a lot of it has to do with just eight people in the box. There's only so I think, much yeah, you can do. I think they know? obviously just game-planned against him. Right, exactly. If you so box, then you don't I, have to. I think Saquon's going to be bound for a great year again, you know. He's... He's a talent. You can't, like, he's going to be great, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He's just unstoppable in so many different ways, right? They just got to figure out how to use him properly and make, make him excel. And then the second person left off the list is Joe Mixon. Joe oh, Mixon, okay. I, I'm a, I might be a, a little too ahead of myself, but <laughs> I think with what they got going on is also pretty decent fantasy-wise, right? I think you've seen if you own Joe Mixon towards the end of the year, he was really getting it. Like if you watch, if I don't know a lot, a lot of people didn't watch the Bengals play, right? No. But if you no. watch them play, like he he has so much talent. It's just like when you gotta make two people miss behind the line of scrimmage and then start running forward, it's pretty hard to get a lot of yards, you know. <laughs> but against the Patriots, if you watch that game, at a certain point in the first quarter, he had as many yards as the rest of his team did combined, you know. Yeah. yeah. And that's like that talent right there. He's carrying them. And basically. if you get someone like Joe Burrow, who's obviously capable of making good plays and being. Not a liability like whoever they had at quarterback this year, right? Yeah. Always a liability. Cannot trust them, right? Yeah. You Mixon could be a, a breakout year, breakout year. You know, like a Dalvin Cook did this year. You know, hmm. when you finally got all the pieces right, not mean you won't win many games, but can have a great fantasy year. You know, Christian McCaffrey. They didn't win any games basically. <laughs> no, right? but he can but still he do it. Yeah, monster all, fantasy. All the red zone right? touches. What worries <clears throat> me about Mixon um, is the offensive line. Yeah, I, was um, say. I think that I, I have no idea who they have right now at offensive line. I think like they have this guy, Bobby Fisher or something like that. Yeah. Like he was a god awful right tackle, but they paid him a lot of money in free agency because you know free agent right tackle right. Mm-hmm. protect the trenches. But does it's not just because you sign a big guy to a big deal doesn't mean he's gonna pan out. And he exactly did not do very well. Um, and they had that left tackle, Cody Glenn, I think. He got hurt. Yeah. Or suspended, I like too. So I, that explains why Mixon I mean, busted in the first kind stuff, of thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. fucking and exactly. players. But the thing yeah. is, yeah, I don't know how much they can address the trenches this year as well. Because right. they're going to draft Burrow. They're obviously going to draft Burrow. And I feel like they're going to draft like weapons for Burrow. But I, like I don't. I don't think the thing is like we don't right? yeah, need the I weapons, would, right? But I'm. That's what's gonna happen. I feel. I think. I think that's gonna happen. I think you need to address your defense, which is basically last in every big stat, right? Like two years Like rushing. Like usually bad defenses are at least decent against like either the passing or the rushing. They're just awful against both. So there's something they got to be worked on there. But weapon wise on offense, like they have a solid offense. You know, like they have. They'll have Burrow. They'll have Mixon. They'll have Boyd. Maybe AJ Green, if he finally could stay healthy. I think for AJ Green, like now he has a competent quarterback there. If he wants to stay, you know, you have John Ross who finally started playing football uh, again yeah. after That's his true. fresh freshman year was just a complete disaster, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a decent offense, mm-hmm. you know. You could see how someone like Mixon could strive in that. Very, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm comparing him to a very much like a Christian McCaffrey type of player, you know, yeah. like where he could like he's the star on the team and they just ride him out for losses, you know. They won't be good. But they'll get a lot of touches to him. They'll be, be in a clo- yeah. bunch of close games. They'll get touchdowns because they have a quarterback that can move the ball. They get to them, get them to the red zone where they can run it, mm-hmm. do all this other stuff. You know, actually like be a passing offense sort of like they could. They were not last year. They couldn't pass. Mm-hmm. You know, like they were just terrible. But I think they'll be Which a little is, bit less terrible. And I wonder how much that 
factors in because I feel like they were already doing that with Mixon this year because I've seen like sometimes in the first half he doesn't do anything but then yeah. in the second half even when they're being blown out they're just like okay whatever let's we just give it to him right, yeah. Improve. but yeah I, I feel like that's going to be the same thing and you know in Burrow's development they're not going to make him throw it 40 times a game, right? Exactly, so it's right, probably yeah. going to be that way. Yeah, well. you have a young quarterback, but, yeah. the best thing to do is rely on the run game, you know? I'd still be worried about, you know, that the whole offensive line. Yeah, we'll just have to see how it works. Scares me. Right yeah, you know, yeah. like... I That's why I'm hesitant to put him at least in the top 10 You have to have a strong draft right behind Burrow, yeah. and not just getting Burrow and then calling it a... Because Burrow, he benefited literally from the entire LSU offensive line one offensive line of the like college football. Right, and they had great weapons. They had a... A fantastic defense. A yeah. fantastic they literally coach. were like stacked at every Yeah, position. right. They're one of the greatest college football teams. But he exactly. did also have one of the greatest college quarterback seasons yeah. too. Yeah, right. He set like, the record. So Clemson, like, like Clemson pressured him and he still was able to do Yeah, so. right. So, I mean, other than those two, level, I like yeah. your list. I think the only person that would take out of your list, you know, um, would have to be like one of those Saints players. I just don't see how they're going to bounce back as strong as they did this year offensively. Um, yeah, Michael Thomas probably won't have a good year next year with the, oh, the well, quarterback change. Okay, I don't know about Michael Thomas. Well, if it's a quarterback change, yeah. What amazes me is that, you know, Michael Thomas is literally like the only receiving threat. Like, Cook, he, he shines sometimes, but he's mainly not there, right? But Michael Thomas is the only guy out there, usually out wide. And yeah, they have he no doesn't do they have no And he still, either. like, break Mar- breaks Marvin Harrison's oh, yeah. record. It's, that's. <clears throat> crazy to me and like yeah for Michael Thomas to be top 10 on this list he yeah. doesn't have to duplicate the season no, he had yeah, this exactly. year he can have 30 40 less catches and probably still lead the league in catches <laughs> yeah you know that's how insane his season was this year and I think, that, I think that's though. bound to happen there's no way he's gonna put up many catches as he did again this year right yeah. like that type of numbers are rarely duplicated back-to-back seasons right mm-hmm. AP yeah. didn't have 2,000 rushing yards no. back-to-back seasons right that's true. like Numbers like that don't usually happen. You can expect a big decline from Michael Thomas, especially in the catches, you know. Um, one player that I would throw out there, maybe just somehow gets relevant again, Le'Veon Bell. I hear he's getting traded. I think... I think <laughs> if he gets traded, I, he gets traded maybe, I would really <clears throat> kind of consider it. Where he's, 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 very talent. he's still very young, too. He's he doesn't very, like he's Aaron very Jones. young, and he, I think uh, well, Adam, Adam yeah. Gase is a terrible coach. I don't know how he got a second coaching <laughs> exactly. job. Exactly. It's a right? And he's a terrible, like eye for talent like as you can tell from them what Miami was after he left and all the players that were on his roster while they were complete garbage it seems right? like he just can't develop them like couldn't make anything happen yeah and I'm not telling you to go win go win playoff games the Dolphins but look what Brian Flores they won games so yeah. they're competent they, they, they were good. respectable mm-hmm. right but like Adam Gase's teams have never been respectable right there's other coaches out there that they need and I just feel bad for everybody on that team because like Jamal Adams, waste of talent. Le'Veon Bell's going to be a waste of talent. I think Sam Darnold's a great quarterback. I, yeah, I yeah. think waste so, of talent. too. Yeah. You know, it's like you have a great draft pick this year. You can go out and get a number one receiver. You can go out and get an O-lineman like you guys need. And you could be, a, I think, a head coach away from being a playoff team, you know? <laughs> but it's like they're just so bad at head coach. And Adam Gase is terrible. But if Le'Veon Bell gets traded, he could be relevant. He's not a back running back yet. I think yeah. one more season and I'd give up on him. Like, I because gave up, yeah, like, eventually I gave it you know, it's like the instant Eventually, cause, like you know? if you put I, enough carries on them, they're just gonna decline. Yeah, right. But like, of, like you see him trying to run the ball, and it's terrible. It's like yeah. eight in the box, and you try to get like checkdowns. He's getting tackled right after he gets the ball, or anything happens, he's losing two yards, or he's trying to make like four people miss to get five yards. You know, you can only do that so many times. Yeah. Without having any help, for Le'Veon, if he gets traded or if something 
gets fired, Gase gets fired, and they get someone that's a better coach, something out there, and get something going, I can see the Jets or Le'Veon Bell, whatever situation he's in, have a great season again like he is supposed to. You know, it's the second year under the team. Him and Darnold have a better connection now. You're supposed to have a better offense. You know, I don't know how much of that was going to actually happen with Gase there, but I think if he gets traded or if something happens with Gase, Le'Veon Bell is due for a big year. Two teams that I could consider seeing him in. Chargers and Chiefs. 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 Oh I don't know about the Chargers. God. They got Eckler and Gordon. I'd I, see, mean, Gordon I could see them moving on from Gordon. Yeah, yeah. I could see them. Like this season. year. I could yeah. absolutely I think see. if Philip retires, they don't get a quarterback, they should just move on from Melvin too. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a waste of de- 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 yeah. really dead money. You don't pay yeah. a lot of money for a running back. Yeah, just, right. Exactly. Especially when you're not and probably going to win. You're not going to win. It's not like you have anything else going for you guys, really. Exactly. I would let him go, but... I could see Le'Veon with the Chiefs, and if something like that happens, you know, like... The Chiefs, That'd be crazy. That would be insane. Oh. They're, they're he, just, I feel like the Chiefs are just missing a run game. Like, yeah. they need, right. But no, he's, like, he's they don't need more game. offense, but it's just... <laughs> but still, it would, it, it would be nice. Incredible, I mean, like. yeah, like, he fits the system. He mm-hmm. can be thrown out in screens. He can, he's better than some receivers that start in the NFL because he is that type of talent, you know? As a Steelers fan, I'm speaking from my personal, <laughs> my, my deep personal in heart, my personal memories, you know? Like, I've seen Le'Veon Bell against the Ravens, put out to the slot, and just yeah. come in for a slant route to win us a game, you know? And he's capable of doing stuff like that, right? Yeah. He's, he's laving on Bell. Like, he was at once getting, like, like a, almost many catches of receivers while still running the ball and had his own way of running the ball with this new his patience, patience running, sudden, right? Yeah. Like, you put the right pieces around Le'Veon, you know? You do have some already there. You still need a few more. But the Jets could do something, you know? What but, upset me about the Jets signing Bell is that they don't have a good enough offensive line for Bell's running style. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't you can't run, be patient when there's four people right in front of you. You know, they work yeah. with the Steelers because they push forward, you know. The, the, the Jets don't get any push forward, like, on these run plays. They're getting stuffed behind for tackle for losses, and Darnold's getting hit for sacks. And <clears> once you get sacked on second down, you're not going to come back on third down and run it, right? Yeah, exactly. You yeah. run it on a third and short, but not a third and ten. Yeah. Where you got to make up the yards. It's, it's a bad situation there, but he could have a big season. Yeah. I would Absolutely. also add um, Aaron Jones in there just because of how much uh, Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers is in decline. Like, cause the, oh, decline? Aaron, yeah, he's declining. I, I feel I feel like he doesn't because like we we all saw him. It's not. Deep. I don't know about decline. Is he um, Let's be real. Well, oh, I don't if know. You're, if you're gonna like, say that Tom Brady was in decline with his offensive weapons. Well, look, you have to list say, out Rodgers' weapons. Okay, it's so like Devontae let's, Adams. Bro, Devontae okay, Adams. Okay, so who has a better season if you switch Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers last year's? It'd still be okay. I, there's no way because yeah, Rogers, no, the thing is Brady fine. can't even run Lafleur's system because it's a lot of motions and yeah. stuff like that. Right. Like, but Rogers, he can run any system. I yeah. Feel like you build no. Yeah, exactly. Because he's more athletic. It's not a thing where it's like Tom Brady is a he's great a player. He's, he's one of the greatest. Running, but the thing is, yeah. like, he doesn't fit every system. That's just how it is. We don't know. <laughs> well, maybe we'll no, see. No, thank God, no. Just <laughs> anyway, yeah, just Aaron Aaron Jones, just because like he had a breakout season think, this year. I think the thing with Aaron Jones is he's, he's so touchdown dependent. Exactly. And that, oh, you like think? I said, the numbers like that are hard to repeat. It, you, can, yeah. you have 12 touchdowns, but you have like 18 this year. That's 36 fantasy points gone. Yeah. You know, that's not you. That's a lot of fantasy points, you know? Yeah, he's that's not, exactly. I, mean, I had Aaron Jones yeah, exactly. on my team. and. Every time, basically, he either has like a three-point game or like a twenty-eight-point game. It's just that's but either or. It's just exactly what yard, happens, and it's just yeah, it's just like three touchdowns, okay. forty-two yards. But the thing is, like, 
So I have Aaron Jones just... as probably the most overrated back that's going to be ranked next year, and I have Joe Mixon as the most underrated kind of back next yeah, year. I don't agree with that. But thing. eventually, it's going to come to the point where it's like everyone's going to be hyping them up, just like David Montgomery this year. Like right. they David overhyped Montgomery. him. Oh, yeah. David Montgomery, like, if they could figure out that quarterback, he could be in due for. A oh, big I year. forgot Josh Jacobs too. Bro. Josh Jacobs would be. See, so those He's are a lot like, of quarterbacks. You gotta like. Those are a lot of teams everybody. where there's like a lot of questions with quarterbacks. Like I don't trust Derek Carr. I don't trust Mitchell yeah. Trubisky. Well, so okay. if you don't have a quarterback, those teams that you're gonna be playing against are gonna stack the blocks. Yeah, you know? like they're not gonna respect their pass game. Okay. Like I. But they still he still had like impressive numbers. Josh right? Jacobs with, as a rookie was amazing. Yeah. I think he has the potential to be up there in the top ten. Do you believe in the sophomore slump though? Well, it depends on what your what your system is. You know, Aaron Jones was his sophomore year last year, right? This year, last this think, last year, I think right? so. I don't, I'm not no, sure think, actually. I don't think he was uh, a rookie last year. Um, uh, but not, not yeah, um, there. I mean, Saquon had so- sophomore slump, but you know his situation was really bad. Could someone like Montgomery have something like that? I think so. I mean, if the situation doesn't get better, like if Mitchell Trubisky starts to get the sixteen games, point, you know, yeah. like. How could they get better for him? How could he break that top ten? That's what you gotta ask yourself. I can see Josh Jacobs breaking that top ten fantasy players because it's like it's a Gruden offense. I so that's something I can believe in. Derek Carr, I still trust him a lot more than Trubisky. True. And I feel like if not, you know, Gruden's an eye for talent. He's the type of guy I would trust to go get out and get good draft picks like he has already with Jacobs. He had um, a good find in Waller. He's mm-hmm. not a draft pick, but that's hard to find someone like. Who was what? And like they said, a hard knock who was a crackhead. But now he who became a great tight end. Like that's you can't just find people like that, you know. I don't remember that. Yeah, that was okay. the first episode. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. I was, little, was, I was too focused on AB. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think Josh Jacobs could have a great year next year. But it'd have to depend on what the teams look like next year going into it. You can't just trust talent nowadays, right? Yeah, there's a lot oh, more okay, into yeah. it than. Yeah, it's just it's it's kind of weird. I think I think Aaron Jones is like extremely talented, and that, like, but you know, like sometimes it just doesn't show. Just Aaron Rodgers. Just doesn't happen. It's the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the Packers. They're gonna be yeah. Aaron Rodgers' team. It doesn't matter who's at running back and what numbers they're putting up because it's also the split carries, right? He yeah, oh yeah, Jamal, Jamal Williams. Williams is too- it pisses me off to see that, but but at least you know that in the red zone, who the ball's going to. You exactly. Know? It's gonna be Aaron Jones' touchdowns. <laughs> Uh, except for the one time. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. One time, first and goal, one yard line against the Eagles. <laughs> I'll always remember that. Damn you, Lafleur. Well, after that, they okay. Change well, it. we're gonna move on now. Um, we're gonna segue basically somehow into the NBA. Um, you know, the All Star starters and the um, reserves just came out, and um, you know, obviously it's gonna be an interesting kind of format by the way this year yeah um, it's for it's very more charity inclined i guess but mm-hmm. um it's, yep. I mean, it's a little confusing but i think maybe i still have you got to be open to these type of things change you know? is necessary yeah, yeah. Like, i don't I think, think i yeah. think what they're trying to implement with the full fourth quarter system i'm not really sure what they're doing with the whole after every quarter they do don't charity donations right i think yeah i think right? like Whoever's they win winning. every quarter they donate right. to charity but i don't get the fourth quarter so the fourth yeah. quarter system way though that i'm pretty sure it works is so, let's say Team Braun is up by five mm-hmm. going into the fourth, right? So, the score from the fourth quarter in will be, like, zero to negative five. And it will be a score mm. up to, like, 24, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so the, the, the Giannis' team will have to score 29 points to win, whereas Braun's team will have to win score 24 to win. Ah, okay. And so, the way that okay. works is the end of the game has to be, like, 
it's more interesting because like you're not gonna just be like, all right, bro, just go whoop our ass and you know <laughs> you score twenty four on us. It's gonna be like, oh shit, we're only down you by five or we're down by ten. But we yeah. could like just somewhat try. We could come back. I don't know if they're gonna end up doing that. I don't and know about you that. Really it's kind of hard. Think what that is. You really gotta hope the game is close. Already, or some of these yeah. all star games aren't. Like if you're down twenty and you gotta score twenty four extra points, it's just gonna let them. <laughs> how are we gonna score forty four before the other? You know, it's not like the other team is bad or something. And they're all all stars. They'll hit threes. They shoot a bunch of threes in an all star game. Yeah. Which I'm just be scared about is like, they're not gonna. It's a, it's untimed, right? Mm-hmm. So, that fourth quarter could be like three minutes. <laughs> these are NBA players we're talking about. Like you put yes. you put, let's say Braun, Dame. Let's say James Harden on a team, eight threes from those three guys combined will be nothing, you know? Like, they yeah. just probably shoot them anyways, you know? 24 points, like, they could get that easily. The fourth quarter could be over and it'll be a blowout. And then it's, like, very unfulfilling, you know? You just wonder how much defense they're going to play. Right, I mean, exactly. Really and how close the game is going to be to matter in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Because that's what I think they're going to have to, like, somehow, like, rig or something to where the fourth quarter game is actually <laughs> it's close. Actually... Yeah, I feel like implementing all this and then having a blowout is, like, Literally, I mean, really it'd be pretty funny. At least I know they're not rigged, but <laughs> um, either way, like again with the people who's playing this game, like obviously um, everyone has their snubs and reservations about the players. So right. um, you well, know, speaking as basketball <laughs> analysts, I guess in this podcast, who do you think was off this list that should have been on? I think for me, I think when you look at the whole. Um, or at least the reserves. I feel like the starters for both teams were fine. Yeah. I feel yeah. like, especially with the West, there's no really debate about no. who's in there. And for the East, you could debate maybe Jamie Butler should be starting over maybe like a Stockholm. The biggest or maybe one. Like yeah. a, like a, there's a lot of rising stars in the East mm-hmm. this time, right. right? Pascal's yeah. a starter. Right. I never could have imagined that. Yeah. Yeah, but see, I well, think what like the big thing season, is obviously. the big thing is for reserves is you got to win to be in, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. For the All Star, and you know like. All-star games aren't usually about winning. They're yeah. about individual statistics and performances. So you, then you look at, like, how did someone like Kyle Lowry, who averages 20 and 9, get over someone like Beal, who averages 28, 8, and 7 almost, right? Who's putting up the carrying. Yeah, carrying. Yeah, maybe they have 15 wins so far, 16 wins, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's terrible, right? When No one's going to deny that. They're, they're, they're in tank mode, right? But... He's doing his part. It's not like he's quitting on the team. It's not like he's not trying. He's having a great season. And it's not like he didn't start last year in the All-Star game, right? Or he was in the All-Star game last year, right? So it's like, and he's playing just as well. He's averaging 28. Like, I don't see how he's not in there. There's a few people that I'm like, you know, why are they in there? Like, Kyle Lowry's great. Yeah, he, he helps the team win, bro. But if you put Beal on the Raptors instead of Lowry... Then that's what I the ask Raptors you. Like, what look at the changes you'd see? You'd be like, "Damn, the Raptors are almost like a championship team now, right?" Again. But yeah. it's like Buell is doing <laughs> his part. I don't know. I just don't see how like you could put players that are, are win helping their team win, but in the same sense, like not even the, like the number one star of the team. You know, mm-hmm. it'd be mm-hmm. different in the sense of like I see Chris Paul. Like he is the best player on that team, and they're in the sixth seed now, right? Whereas Kyle Lowry is like. The second, maybe third best player on that team. Yeah. And they're like the fourth seed in the East, right? Third seed or something, right? Sure. So it's not like he's going, like, he's the, like if you take Kyle Lowry off the team, they're not going to go complete terrible, right? They still yeah. have to knock on the starter in the East All-Stars, right? So I don't see how they can take Beal off something like that. 
there's a few other players like Booker and a lot of people. Awesome. I, I like Booker just because he's just a, he's just a bona fide beast in, in his own right. I mean, his I mean, it's the Suns, but yeah, I mean, yeah. like I don't know. It's a it's a debatable it's, yeah. thing, you know. Like what matters more in All Star game? Mean? Would you rather have like a beast that's on a shit team? Right, exactly. Or those twenty Kyle Lowry's twenty points are more impactful than Beal's twenty eight. Sure, that's what you yeah. got to think about. I guess like in their sense, you know and. I think the reserves are chosen by the coaches, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Everything's oh, okay. chosen by like the coaches and players in the end because mm-hmm. the fan votes like fan votes are only for the starters. <laughs> they kind of screwed up, yeah. Sometimes I think, Zaza I think, got the most yeah. votes once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zaza should be a starter. Hey, yeah. that, he's got a whole that'd country. That'd be pretty funny, bro. He's gonna start kicking. Yeah. <laughs> he never kicked nobody. He, was, he, kind of... he did a lot of other suspect things, yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> but no, um, I think. Other than that, those there's not too many snubs this year. I think a lot of it was kind of like as seen as advertised. You know, like you see, like you see the best players out there this year. You know, and I feel like this year with a lot of like teams not having like super teams, you don't see four people from one team. You don't see four stars from the Warriors, right? Zero guys from the Warriors. (laughs) Not not the regular scene, you know. Like, and you gotta imagine like a lot of these teams that these players at the bottom of like the. Like the reserves mm-hmm. aren't really supposed to be there. You know what I mean? Like the debate mm-hmm. about who should be in Booker, Chris Paul, or maybe someone like that. Wouldn't be no debate if Steph Curry, Clay, Clay Thompson, because that would be their spot. Yeah, you know? And in the East, you got like a healthy Paul George in the West. You'd be in the All Star game, but he's not in it because he wasn't healthy this year. There's KD in the East, you know? If yeah. KD would be there, you wouldn't debate about who deserves a Siakam or Jimmy Butler in the starting line. It'd be KD's spot, you know? Exactly right. I feel like a lot of those spots are, have to do with like. People being hurt, you know, people being out. So you can't, like, fully say that they're the best person, but they're, like, the next best up, you know? Mm-hmm. So At the time. That yeah. does make a lot of sense, exactly. You know, you, know, yeah. you just got to see how you look at it. Because, like, once you start going deeper and deeper to find all-stars, you get people like Sabonis, who's a great player. But you think all-star, you don't really think of, like, Sabonis, you know? Like, yeah. He's not the name that comes to mind, which is really interesting, you know, how that all works out, mm-hmm. but... Okay, so we obviously, you know, can't just talk about the NBA without recently acknowledging the um, recent loss of one of the greats in basketball, Kobe Bryant. You know, um, it was reported, obviously, Sunday morning that he and his daughter, Gianna, 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 Gianna. Um, crashed in a helicopter crash in, what, Calabasas, right? Mm-hmm. And um, both were, you know, killed on the spot. Obviously, it's been incredibly tragic, and you know the NBA is the entire NBA is grieving right now. Um, the whole world the is. Whole I feel world. like yeah, I feel absolutely. Like that's the Massive part with the, with the Kobe thing is like it goes beyond basketball. You know, for mm-hmm. him, like a lot of players, it's you know it's on the court. They have their impact off the court to their community. But Kobe, he like affected everybody personally. You know, like each different, each to their own. You know, like for me, he was like the person that like like damn, like this dude is how I want to be when I play basketball, right? Yeah. Obviously, I didn't turn up like that, right? <laughs> Very few do. But it's like, wow, you watch this guy on your TV go out with your favorite players, you know? If not, he's your favorite player. You know, he... I've seen countless amount of times where him and Chris Paul went at it every game 
somehow he'd always hit the best end of it, you know? And all that he did, you know, like, when you shoot a little paper ball and say Kobe, exactly. all that stuff, you know, like, so it's the little things. He, it means so much more now. Yeah. And for him and, you know, his family, obviously prayers out to the rest of his family, you know, his three other daughters and his wife. And everyone you know. else in the crash, too. Like they're right, and they're all families. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a sad situation overall. You know, you never want to see anybody ever go out like that. But, you know, like, I think the one thing that I heard that really, like, you know, makes you feel like, you know, like a little bit, like, you know, better about this, that, you know, you knew that at the end of the day that his daughter was with, you know, her father at the end of the, t at the end of the, both of their lives, yeah. even though it was much shorter than we all would have wanted, you know, mm -hmm. like, it could have turned out a lot worse, you know, like, at least they were together, and, you know. You can look they, in the bright side. I mean, yeah. it's hard to find, like, you know, he was, pers personally, he was my hero, like, um, because I'm a Lakers fan, so, like, God, he, I watched one of his games. I, like, watched, like, a couple of his games, and, like, he was always balling out, even though, like, some of them were in losses. It's just, it's like, he was such a empowering figure. Like, he, he, the mama mentality, like, it wasn't just basketball. It was everything. He had a second career. He won a, what was it, a, was it an Academy Award? What was it? He for, did like, win an Academy yeah, Award. For a short film about basketball. Yeah, and so he had so much more things going on. It's just, it's tough. Yeah, and, you know, you really see, it It was absolutely shocking news to me, obviously, because you, you don't expect that kind of headline to go. And you, I feel like this is the kind of headline where you're always going to remember where you were when you saw it. Um, mm -hmm. And you just you just can't imagine that it actually happened, right? You still, yeah. I still can't imagine sometimes right now that, you know, he's, he's really I feel like gone. for us, especially with the age we are at, like, we're like, 20s you know like yeah, we haven't really close. dealt with that we, kind of we've stuff, seen right? we've seen kobe our whole life basically you know yeah. you grow up yeah. in your first basketball instincts is you go to see who the best player is at that time when you started i started watching basketball when i was in fifth to fourth grade and who was the best player then it was kobe. Kobe. Yeah, kobe that's the first person you see and you're like wow that guy is beyond everybody else and then you see the rest of his career play out you see and when you see one of the back-to-back -back champions and you've seen him at the pinnacle of his career almost right maybe a little past the prime but he was still balling out every day you'd have to you'll get to see his legendary performances you know and then you see him retire and you see the game against the jazz and you're just you're, you're just so connected to him because he grew up as you grew up you know he was matured as a person when mm -hmm. we were little kids and we were getting mature and you see him do all of that and then now that he's retired it only seems like so long ago that he was still playing you know like i could still imagine like just going to turn on the game right now he'd be playing you know like yeah. it doesn't sound too far-fetched and it's for that reason that we grew up with him when i feel so attached to kobe you know mm -hmm. and it doesn't still seem right that he did pass away and then you know it sucks it's something that you know happens nobody wanted. nobody wanted right yeah and you know it just felt like he was kind of like one of those guys that was just going to be on you know the sidelines yeah, forever for, like, for his entire life out there and um you know let's let's not disparage the fact you know he wasn't the best person at times you know people criticized him and you know rightfully so sometimes but that doesn't really matter in that kind of sense he was just about to start the second stage of his life kind of not just as you know this ultra competitive um basketball player he was a father he was yeah. going to be a father to his daughters and he was passing on his love and intensity for the game to you know young, the young Gianna, players, yeah. yeah and um you know it's just incredibly you know, sobering to see that um we lost someone we 
the entire NBA and the entire world just lost someone so iconic and yeah. impactful made so many people's lives change for the better you know yeah. and he did his thing as much as he could and tried to impact everybody that he could and you know like you said he wasn't the greatest at times but it's about where you end off and not where you start right exactly we never we always have places and things that we start off with or not the proudest about you know kobe did too you know he wasn't the greatest when he was first in the league he's had he made mistakes everybody does but it was about where he was when he or retired you know like he was a different person he was a person that was past everything that he was doing like that he was someone that was gonna impact the game just by being around the game you know you felt his presence even when he was retired people that play today are all you can have see parts of their game of come from kobe learn from him you know but i think he just brought a lot more good into the world than he did you know bad yeah. this is exactly what it is um and okay so on that note um it's great talking to you guys Thank you for coming in on the first podcast of the year and of Excited. the decade, really. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for coming back again. Yeah. Hey, big, big, big moves coming this decade from us. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe but. not the correct predictions, but big moves will be oh, coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, somebody, I, will be, somebody will be wrong on Sunday. Home. Someone, at least. <laughs> yep. Hope it's not me. But thank you for tuning in. Um, and we'll see you later for more podcasts.